everyone. Welcome to another bonus episode of Flashback 64. I'm Gooey, here as always with McKenna. Hello. How you doing? Good. We're back here with, it's just another fun bonus patron Q&A episode. Just another good chance to, uh, I don't know, recognize all the great people who give us a buck a month to do what we do. Um, it's definitely greatly appreciated. Um, and we, yeah, we've gained, wait, when, when did some of these, oh, I was like looking and I'm like, it seems like we have way more than I thought we did. Like this isn't even the whole, look at that. Wow. Wow. Look at you guys. We got like a dozen. Thanks. We really appreciate it. Um, but, uh, you know, everyone who's listening, that's that's not a patron. If you want, go over to uh, patreon.com, what is it, slash flashback64, something like that. We're on there, it's flashback64. <laughs> um, you can give us a buck and, you know, you get a nice little fancy roll on our Discord. You get to come <laughs> to Waluigi's Island and hang out. Yeah. And uh, you get to occasionally ask us a question uh, that we will answer on the podcast like we are doing today. So, uh, why don't we, well, let's shout out, uh, our, our patrons. Uh, would, McKenna, would you like to do the honors? Uh. Can you read from here? Yeah. I'll try to, it's not all of them on the screen, but. Okay. Did you, this is. That's the top one? Wait, 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 thought... wait, 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 wait. Can I zoom out? Is that possible? That, oh. Like on my, uh, does, how do you, how do you zoom out on, oh, here we go, you boom. Can... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, not quite, not quite, not quite. Zoom out. Oh, we got them all. Okay, there we go. Now it's too small to read, but. No, I can read it. All right. I think. Except for maybe the third, no, I, I, I got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks to Andrew Elmore, Mew Yabby. This one I have to lean in for. How to Lose at Video Games. (laughs) (laughs) Minneapolis King. uh, Jeremy Aber. Green Miner 99. Andy Spiteri in Fection Form. Golly Rogers. Nico Sylvian. Scurvy Scurvo. Adriel. Paul. Quaid. (laughs) And Kai. Thank you so much for your continued support of our humble little podcast oh i don't know if me doing mouse stuff will makes that mic okay i'll try not to touch the computer anymore just to pull up the questions <laughs> what's new in our world i feel like um we already talked about <clears throat> getting engaged mm-hmm. um well have we done anything cool since then well we did something that we uh we teased in our discord already i think we've played some nes games oh yeah yeah which you know we can't we can't divulge too much because then we'll we'll divulge all the things we're going to divulge later (laughs) but we're we're hoping and planning to talk about some nes games in the upcoming future um and if you're listening to this you know we've we also have talked about some arcade games and we're we're in general hoping to kind of do some more uh, additional uh, bonus stuff on related uh, games or consoles or whatever. So count count consoles. 
consoles. There we go. <laughs> I always say consoles. <laughs> um, yeah, we have more things like that planned, but uh, oh, here comes a motorcycle. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess uh, we don't know for sure when some of those other ones are going to happen. Oh my goodness. Okay, I think we're good. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, we are playing some other games in hopes to talk about that stuff. But uh, have you, well, is there anything you've played that's like for fun? Like totally not for any For some video content. you're doing? Or, yeah, content. <laughs> like have you just sat down and um, like enjoyed a video game recently? Well, we've still been playing a lot of Lethal Company. Yeah. We got a Monday night thing that's been going on. Yeah, though we haven't... Well, maybe we just did couple. Well, yeah, we had our game night, so... And yeah. and we played Minecraft after a... Kind of a Minecraft hiatus. Mm. I, yeah, I've been playing some Minecraft, too, recently. Even outside of our game nights. Well, okay, that, that makes me think of... That's something that I wanted to bring up, is uh, our game night. Uh, we we kind of changed last minute after they announced uh, the rare games that came to uh, NSO. And so we did uh, we did a game night where we played Blast Core. And gosh, that was just so much fun. <laughs> the, the NSO feature of being able to switch player one. Oh boy, we got a biker coming by again. You know, the weather's nice. They're, they're out. We are, we are like on a main street too and like so it's like where you would come to show off your cool bike, yeah. you know. <laughs> Which is fine. It's whatever, but you know, there are some times at night where it's like really late and someone's like leaving the bar or whatever and they like they really lay on the the vroom vrooming, you know. Yeah. They like tear ass out of here. Um <laughs> speaking of tearing ass, uh blast core um it's it's a lot of fun to tear down <laughs> things in that game. Tear down for uh, what? Oh man! <laughs> but uh, no, it was so much fun to like just watch. You know, your friends attempt it. Um, I mean, we got to give a sh- huge shout out to Demos who mm-hmm. just uh, was like crushing. Well, this is kind of a kind of a follow up to our Blast Core episode. But what is it? Oyster. Harbor is that the name of the level? Yeah, I just believe. such a freaking hard level. And he listened to our episode and then looked up how to do it, but didn't do it at the time. And then was doing <laughs> it in the game night like so well, like not flawlessly because it's very difficult, but mm-hmm. like you know, I was impressed like just being able to remember what you're supposed to do and being able to execute it fairly well truly like a gifted gamer (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but we had a lot of fun playing with uh our group of friends um but yeah i i think that that nso feature of swapping is uh is really cool it's very cool um and it, it leads to a lot of like fun ways to play these games with your friends that you're like you know gaming has changed so much now but i feel like you can still kind of recapture, like, close to the same feeling of, like, sitting in the same room with your friends and playing some multiplayer, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it works better on some of these games than 
games now that are designed multiplayer, you know? Like, it really feels like a... Mm-hmm. I don't know, there's just something about it that is, uh, it really does feel like, okay, now, now you try the level, you try the level, you know? Yeah, we've, we've been making use of that a lot recently. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially if you have, if you're a, if you're an Ocarina Time fan, you gotta check out. (laughs) This is a little, little cross promo here, but I think, Mm -hmm. uh, I think this is a really fun series we're doing where we're. We're swapping Ocarina of Time and, uh, yeah. you know, we're completing certain actions and that get us points. And... That's over on the Zelda Dungeon YouTube. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, playing, uh, Ocarina of Time trade-off style with our, with our good pals, Corey and Nico, uh, who listeners may know, but that's a lot of fun to do. And we're trying, we're, we're still testing it but we're gonna try to incorporate maybe doing some other game n64 games like that um in some form uh for this show but but that's now we're back to we're not talking about games we're playing for fun necessarily but (laughs) uh we have been we've been gaming for fun yeah um yeah it's been i don't know why i always like I, there's a lot of games that I could play for fun, but I keep thinking like, oh, we should try, like, we should try this. Like, it'd be fun to do an episode on this or this or this, but it's, it, at the same time though, it's a lot of fun to do that. So I'm Mm -hmm. not, I'm not complaining necessarily because, um, like some of the NES games, for example, uh, that we're going to talk about when we were, got together and played those, that was also a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil some of the other things we're we're playing, but I'm having a lot. I'm just having a lot of fun in general. I just realized I, I've been um, I haven't posted it yet, but instead of doing a like games I completed this year thread mm-hmm. on Twitter, I decided to just post like games I played this month at the end of every month. But I haven't added the NES games to my list yet. Uh huh. <laughs> I just thought about that. <laughs> oh, well, you better get to it. Yeah. I'm not good at completing games. That's like I'm mm-hmm. I feel like I used to like sit and just play one video game, maybe a couple others, but like most primarily play one video game until I finished it and then move on to the next. And now I'm just swapping back and forth between Same. a ton and never finishing them. <laughs> Yeah, but like I was saying with the arcade games and and these NES games, it's like, I kind of like games that are like, you almost, even ones with endings, like, I don't feel like the need to finish some of them, you know? I think they're just fun to play with for a bit. And I think we need to get, I think we need to get back to that a little bit more with video games. Games you just kind of fart around with for a while and then put it down. Uh, (laughs) I'm all for that. We got seven questions to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. These are all new to you, right? So I have not seen them yet. Yeah. I, well, I haven't really read them either. So we're just going to go and you're going to hear kind of our gut reaction to these. So first question comes from Golly Rogers. Is there any N64 game you feel should have gotten a sequel but never did? 
Um, if yes, what would you have done for that sequel if you're in charge of making it? For one, we've probably said this in some form, but they did a sequel to Wave Race, but I feel like just in general, Wave Race uh, should come back. It's The last mm-hmm. one was on GameCube. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like that would be a very fun type of game to play. You know, especially like if they, you know, it doesn't need to be like hyper realistic necessarily. You know, I feel like Nintendo could sort of do something fun with that. Kind of a little right more- now. I'm thinking that I'll probably have a better answer for that later into the podcast. Yeah. Some of these questions are hard because it's like for for McKenna, it's more like experiencing a lot of these for the first time. I mean, for me too, but like I've you know a lot of these I I, I did play a lot of more of these games, and so it's hard to think of like when it's like best or worst or like of all the games, you know what I mean? That's a little bit hard because you, you your scope you know is a little mean. bit smaller. Did they make a sequel to Ten Eighty? Ten Eighty, probably. Just in, I mean, a lot of those, the thing with those is, like, a lot of them ended up kind of getting, like, a lot of those sports games kind of ended up getting more, I feel like, branded, you know what I mean? Con- mm-hmm. Content became bigger, you know? So, like, I don't know, I guess they still do make, like, different, you know, unofficial, non-licensed games, sports games, but I feel like... It just kind of, like, they all kind of got absorbed into, like, whatever, you know, put someone, um, put a, a star athlete name on it and whatever. And it I feel like some of those, I don't know, I guess I'm drawn to those less than, say, like, a wave race where it's just, like, I'm just some people or whatever, you know. I, I just thought of a couple things. And one is something I heard was getting a sequel, like a new. Oh, I don't know if it's happening or not because it's been a while since I heard anything about it, and I know there were maybe maybe there was maybe some controversy around the game's Steam release, but Glover. <laughs> okay, Glover. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing is the game we were just talking about, uh, Blast Core. Yeah. Oh, big time. We like they, when we were playing it, we we're like. This would be so good for they another release. Yeah, they could have done all version. kinds of things. Um, yeah, I think that could have been cool to maybe base areas off of like real locations, or maybe, um, I mean, one I guess obvious thing would be to add more vehicles, maybe some yeah. customization. I think too. Like now, like it's, it's kind of what's cool about that is like. The simplicity of a lot of the levels, but I think what could be cool is if you could maybe some of these vehicles that could have combined abilities. I think that would be cool. You know, you kind of get those like, especially like I think of like the mechs that kind of do one thing. You know, it's like, well, what mm-hmm. if you could fly around and do roll around and you know, I feel like there could be some fun in that. Like you could maybe make more, um, more complex you know, situations, like, and maybe you could also have sort of different, I guess they do, like, within the levels themselves, like, they sort of have the time challenge, then you beat them, then you could explore, but I feel like they could expand upon that more, like, a puzzle-type mode, you know, Tetrisphere style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe Tetrisphere could get a, uh, get a remake. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I'll make some different shapes. <laughs> that would be cool. I think Turok 2 is always one that should have a sequel, for sure. Like, like they made sequels from those, but it's now a dead yeah. franchise well, or whatever. You know? Yeah. So they, they need... Turok this, needs to make a comeback. Yeah. I wouldn't say that they never got a sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I, I totally disregarded the never did. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just... I guess, yeah. I guess the only one that didn't actually get one is Blast Corps then, right? Because Wave Race did... Turok did. I'm I'm sorry, golly. What what else? You got we... way more than you bargained for there. <laughs> I know, right? Is there anything else we've covered, like of of the games we've covered, which we should pull up, because uh, we can we can throw on some scores. Um, but of the games we've covered, uh, what hasn't gotten a sequel? I guess Pilot Wings was the end of the. No, there was Pilot Wings Resort. Oh. Mm. Does Shadows of the Empire count? <laughs> Is there a sequel to that? <laughs> no, I think I think of what we covered, like, yeah, Blast Corps is probably the best answer for that. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, so let's go to our next question. Oh, from Andrew. Uh I just wanted to say WTF. <laughs> I was already subbed here. I thought I was. I'm sorry, LOL. Also, congratulations again. Ah. Oh, there's an alternate question from Golly. From Golly. <laughs> sorry, I got distracted there. Thanks. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that's really sweet. That's not a question. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Aw, thanks, buddy. Uh, golly, alternatively, if there was one that did get a sequel but didn't live up to the original, what would you have done differently? I guess we didn't do the part where we described, well, we described uh, Blast Corps, uh, how we would do it, of course, but um, one that did, that didn't live up to it? Oh, I'm sure there's a great example, but let's just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll follow back on the, ask us these questions again in the future when we've done more, but it's, I think of what, of what we've covered, I guess, I don't know, like, I haven't played, like, I know they made the Turok and 64 games, but then they made another one and someone can let us know how that one is. But I'm guessing it wasn't very good um, because you don't hear about the series anymore. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe that one. Um, But I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, after we played that game sort of had to, you know, I, I wanted to play more Turok, but I'm sort of, uh, holding myself back a little bit, you know, and waiting to experience them as we go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's, I'm sure there's been a sequel. Well, Star Fox Zero um, is definitely a game that's like definitely trying to go for uh, Star Fox 64 a little bit, you know, but um it does not live up to it does not live up to the hype and just the two different views and everything that's kind of the problem but i guess they wanted to kind of innovate it i thought of a joke answer it's not true. what's that <laughs> twilight princess twilight princess yeah <laughs> boo all no, right i like twilight princess <laughs> yeah yeah 
Metroid, oh, Infection Form asks, Metroid famously skipped the N64 with uh, Super on the SNES and Prime on the GameCube. What do you reckon Metroid 64 would have looked and played like? Well, I think we've referenced this already, but that's kind of an idea we have uh, for a bonus episode sometime that I think we want to incorporate uh, Andy from Omega Metroid. Um Someday I'd like to do like a like get more in depth with the topic, you know what I mean, and and uh, talk about why why it wasn't, but also what would have made a good game. But uh, that is it is kind of a, a disappointment. Um, I feel like we have yet to play. There are probably some good games on N sixty four that. Uh, would make a good comparison for it that I can think of, but we haven't gotten there yet. And I, and I, I don't know. I just don't want to speak on that too much yet, but I feel like Metroid 64 could have been cool. <laughs> could have been a cool game, but they, I think this, the 2d thing, they weren't sure how to 3d, what they wanted to do with it. I don't know. I don't know the full story yet. That's uh, you know, we're kind of, we're kind of leaving that one, but expect that someday. I don't know I when think we we did talk a bit about how like Turok had some Metroidvania vibes. Yeah, and Metroid Prime is actually a Turok like. <laughs> uh, I I forgot who said that. Someone on Blue Sky replied to my Turok like and Turok <laughs> lights, and said, "Is a Metroid Prime one?" And I was like, "Absolutely, is a Turok light." So, I guess I gotta play some Metroid. Oh yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> You gotta play uh, this one. It's um, prime. You would you love it. Um, okay, McKenna Golly Roger says McKenna, you are now in charge of making a new farming simulator slash slice of life style game. What do you put in it? Michael's really asking us questions to like get us in like game designer <laughs> yeah, mode. To, yeah. What do you put in your... What's it gotta have? What's, like, the number one gotta have thing in a farming sim? Is that is that even a, a, a criteria you can have? I don't... I've never considered that. Well, okay. I, I've played... What do you... What do you most want to get out of one, I guess? What do you... What do you look for in one? Um... I don't know. I like a nice, like, town setting. Um... Mm-hmm. I, okay, I, I like being able to craft things out of the things that I gather. That's probably the biggest thing. Like, I guess I don't do it a lot with, like, crops, but mm. it's nice that you can cook with a lot of things. Sometimes I'm mining in Stardew Valley, and I'm finding all these gems, and I'm like, I'm just selling these gems. What if I could make, like, a cool, like... Uh, you know, Terraria style stained glass. You know, you 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 uh, you get the gems in Terraria, and you can use them to make stained glass. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> you always you always I'm, doing I'm that. cooking the stained glass. Uh, there's a there's a farming sim in in development that I'm following that has a ton of customization options, uh, including stained glass. It's card called Farm Folks. Really looking forward to that. I would also love something that's like a, I think I think Concerned Ape is developing it, but <laughs> dessert focused, like 
mm-hmm. you know, you get to gather, you know, things for for making cakes and uh, stuff like that, cookies. Yeah. And maybe you can have your own shop and sell them, basically like that. <laughs> so you think that's coming, though? Mm-hmm. So that's nice that you feel like there's one coming that might be a... It's like a a dream game of yours. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, I think I've mentioned this game on, on the podcast before, but there's also Kinseed, which yeah. just got a big update and I haven't played yet, but I'm thinking about restarting it because apparently they added a bunch of new stuff to the prologue. It's got a lot of... Um, systems going on so i think if you like step away for a minute for a while and come back it's kind of like uh what's going on but i do think it's it's cool it's uh from some former fable developers okay that sounds pretty pretty cool i've seen a little bit of listening games i think farming some games i think are cool yeah (laughs) uh yeah all right, uh, Green Miner ninety nine. Would you want an Earthbound game on the N sixty four full three D like Final Fantasy five? Not five. Final Fantasy seven. Sorry, <laughs> my uh, my brain <laughs> shorted out there. I think we referenced this too in a bonus question uh, question before, but um, that's another that's another topic that we're gonna we're gonna cover Earthbound. Uh, eventually, because they they were, you know, they've been hyping it up in Nintendo Power, Earthbound sixty four or whatever that never came. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that um, as an episode someday as well, and probably get into the series. And it'll probably be just like a series, or maybe we'll cover the games individually. I don't even know, but uh, we're gonna talk more about it, but in those in the screenshots we've sh- shown, they are in like kind of the N sixty four, three D style, um, which I think w- looks really charming. I think that would have been really cute. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that's considered full three D like Final Fantasy seven, like because th- th- I don't know. Those are different, <laughs> I guess, but they're they're both in three D. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think that would be, uh... Uh... <laughs> You're looking at screenshots of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth? Uh, yeah, you just get the remake when well, you you're look not, up Final Fantasy. We, we'll have to... One day... Oh, that's one thing I will say, is we'll play... Mm, okay, is this... This is... Well, so that's the thing, is we'll we'll play Final Fantasy VII someday, I think. Okay. And talk about it. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's one of those ones similar to... There's another game we're playing from the time that it's like, how could you not even talk about it at some point but the thing about final fantasy 7 is there's the screens like where you see their little blocky characters like that when you're running around in these little diorama style looking worlds right then there's the way the characters look in cutscenes, which is like you know like more realistic um, or whatever. And then there's the way there's actually, they have different character models for when you're in battles, which is kind of the in-between. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that's very cool about that game is that it, the, the presentation, mm-hmm. it, it's really cool. <laughs> like how much effort goes into like the different ways the game is presented 
and they look the characters look totally different but it it like brings the game to the life the way they do it it's like a a really cool production so um i want to get into that more for sure i've already talked about it on podcasts before but i think it'd be cool for you to to get into it and try it Mm -hmm. it's a fun game it's a great game um so yeah earthbound (laughs) okay this is this is a great question that okay infection form if you could change one thing about the n64 console slash controller what would it be and that's something that i feel like is interesting because we know about man they are just the wild hogs out there right now yeah like there is a motorcycle what is that playing some music they're coming by like every minute uh so (laughs) just I, I want people to think we're like actually like out on the streets. Like, <laughs> we, I should actually there, add more uh, uh, street ambient ambient noises. <laughs> yeah, like we're we're out there with the the bikers <laughs> themselves. We are in a biker gang ourselves. Um, but anyway, yeah, one, thing is, one day you're gonna we're gonna like stop one of them and be like, "Hello, what is your favorite N64 game?" <laughs> Is there a biking game? <laughs> well, there's Excite Bike, uh, but that's different than uh, a motorcycle like that. But anyway, um, so we there's a lot of things we've talked about as like, I feel like it's almost too obvious to talk about like the flaws that do exist about like the control. Obviously, the controller has some weird things and like the console had a lot of weak spots. You know what I mean? Is there anything, I guess, there, is there anything that you feel like has actually surprised you like about certain games or because like obviously the three prong controller thing is weird like it's not really you know practical so i i feel like i don't know if it's because that is the first controller i've i ever held but it like doesn't feel that weird to me yeah but you can see the limitations though like yeah when we're playing turok there's not like a perfect control scheme yeah, it definitely feels like they haven't quite figured out a good control scheme for 3D yet. Which yeah. I think We're really playing like the and they dual. Have. <laughs> but it's like you have to have the two control. Like they they did figure that oh, out. Yeah. But we'll have to try that. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like they, you know, figured it out with the dual stick controls mm-hmm. later on. I, th- I think there's one thing I'm noticing, because most of the games I played as a kid were mostly analog base. They were like 3D and you used the analog stick. But we've, co- we've come across some games that use the D-pad, um, which you just kind of don't use as much in games that are, that are 3D. But mm-hmm. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. And, and I think if there's one thing I could change... It maybe ties back into the Metroid thing a little bit too. Is that like maybe the console didn't totally shy away from like traditional, not traditional. At this point, it's this is a retro game too. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like like the two D style games. Like I think there could have been more of those. Um, and like I don't know. I actually think playing the game like mm-hmm. with that with the controller like D pad style is actually fun when when i do get to do it and i could totally see myself playing like a you know 
a, a Mario side scroller or Metroid or something using that thing and having fun. The thing with like the other kind of f- obvious flaws about it of like the certain games they don't have or or whatever, like those that just don't really jump out to me as much now because it's like those games exist everywhere and like the N64 isn't like my primary like gaming mechanism, you know what I mean? So I'm not like there now in 1997 being like like oh like like you know what if I wanted to play Final Fantasy 7 now it's like it's not a problem. It's not a hard time, <laughs> you know. I I do think, you know, eventually they they really with the Z targeting that that really yeah. feels a lot a much better way to control the camera oh for sure yeah z targeting we yeah we haven't seen any any targeting yet yeah (laughs) there's not much i would really want to change because it's like it is what it is and it's it it's history (laughs) in a way you know so there's not i don't know it's um i don't need i don't really need it to be different than what it is you know but i guess there are some games like, like how I mentioned with Turok, there are some games that it's nice to, like, play it on Switch or whatever, so I can have dual analog or whatever. But for the most part, I'm, I'm having a, having a good time with most of these games, so. They should have made a multicolor, transparent console and controller. <laughs> multicolor, yeah. That That's is... what I'm saying about... I've been yeah. saying they need to do that. Why haven't they done that for Joy-Cons? Oh, yeah, true. And I, I really want, like, a Rainbow Road-style, like, looking-themed Joy-Con. That would, like, that be, would be so cool. Yeah. cool. Come on, Nintendo. That'll make you Come so on, much Nintendo. money. <laughs> Why don't we close out the episode? Uh, let's go back to our rankings. I guess we have... We, We've got um, new games out that we can rank. I totally forgot. So let's, uh, I'm going to do, hopefully this isn't making a ton of mouse noise, but it's been a minute since we've talked about it. With uh, our, We're about to release it as we record this, but Dark Rift um, was the fighting game that we covered. Um, McKenna, for... Fun. F- Let's start with vibes. Let's talk about the vibes of Dark Rift. How how do you think out of uh, out of five, how would you rank Dark Rift? And for those who don't know, the, this is our our special ranking invented by Ryan, who uh, we rank the games just based out of five based on their fun factor and their vibes. So mm-hmm. Dark Rift. Where? What do you think? Hmm. I kind of forgot exactly what we said about it in the episode, but I know what I would give. I I th- I know that I liked it more. I think both in vibes and fun factor than War Gods. Okay, enough to go up a. I'm trying to. So vibes, you gave it a War Gods, the other not good <laughs> fighting game we've talked about, uh, a two. Yeah. But do I... Hmm. You know, I think some of the character designs alone are enough to give it a three. A three, okay. Yeah. So in line with... You have it in line with the vibes of uh, FIFA Soccer 64, (laughs) Mortal Kombat Trilogy, and Cruisin' USA. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think that... Does that fit? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I, you know, I kind of, from the vibes perspective, there's there's a lot more things that are memorable to me about War Gods. And I'll go back to what we said in the episode, is that I think this is a better game all around, I guess, but, like, almost in a way where it's, like, more boring. (laughs) Um, And so for the, and, like, the vibes, the vibes still for me were, like, there was some cool stuff, but overall it was kind of bland, you know? So I'm going to stick with two for me on the vibes, Uh, you know? Mm-hmm. It it just, I definitely, yeah, no, I feel like it fits alongside for me in the category with War Gods, and then it really reminds me more of FIFA Soccer, where it's like, it was, like, technically definitely, like, better than War Gods in terms of some of, like, the animations and things like that, um, but it really was kind of bland overall, so, uh, and I definitely wouldn't put it alongside Mortal Kombat. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go two on that one. Um, but how about, how about fun factor? Uh, you said it was better than war gods, but you gave a one. It's the only one that's been given out. Yeah. Um, I think I give this a two. A two. Okay. Yeah. So for you, it's alongside the likes again of FIFA soccer and, uh, mortal Kombat. (laughs) Okay. Uh Uh-huh. For me, um, the fun factor, I'm keeping it, I'm keeping it a two. It's going to join, I guess, for me, FIFA and War Gods in just kind of, like, again, it was, I think it was technically better than, than War Gods, but I, I think I had just like, I kind of think I had more fun playing War Gods. It's a bit more fun to kind of gawk at, you know, but I think, I think this game I think it could, if it, it could have been better, you know, I think it ended up being like, like at this point I was playing it and I was just like, you know, I just wish I could go back and try my hand a little bit more at Mortal Kombat or, um, uh, Killer Instinct a little bit more instead, you know, spend some time working on those games and getting better. Um, I did like the aspect that was kind of reminiscent, uh, of Soul uh, Soul Edge, Soul Caliber, like the that there was, we kind of mentioned that in our episode that there was some similar gameplay aspects there, vertical, horizontal attack type, three D fighter, you know. Um, but it wasn't enough. It it just kind of, I don't know. It's better than War Gods, but it wasn't enough to like, you know, it was like a dr- uh, a, a drop of water in the ocean. <laughs> like the, I feel like the. I don't know. Yeah. The vibes were just not... It was not enough, and the gameplay was not enough. So, that gives that a... For us, a combined score of 2.25, which is enough to put it above War Gods, um, but is it better... Ooh. We have it right along... Same score as FIFA Soccer. Do we think it's better than FIFA Soccer? I would say it is. I think I would, I would rather probably play it. Well... FIFA Soccer was not a good game, but it was it was kind of it was, it, you could play it against yeah. each other and have fun. But you could do that and say that about this game. They're about the same. I don't know. I don't really have strong feelings, so if you if you feel like you want to place it a certain way. Um 
It's fine. Uh, I don't know. I, th- I like it there between War Gods. And okay. I think I would rather... I mean... <laughs> I would rather play most other games than a fighting game. <laughs> so. Okay, that's fair. Uh, how about Tetrisphere, though? Where, where are you at with the vibes for that one? Um... Four. Four? Okay. Four. What's wrong what's wrong with Tetrasphere? It's not um <laughs> Why do you want me to give it? No, no, no. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> it's 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 got some really good vibe. Like I almost said five and then I was like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be too generous like me. Yeah. Which I'll probably give it a five. I'm gonna give it a five because it's got it's definitely got good vibes, but I think it's it definitely doesn't it's hit more. It definitely doesn't hit. There are some games in the in the five range that I think surpass it, but I, I don't know. I feel like it's pretty. Just the soundtrack alone is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, I think I, I think I could go four too. I think when I'm looking at it, I'll, yeah, I'll go four. I, you, I'm kind of when I see it, my fours for vibes are Blast Core and Pilot Wings. I feel like it's maybe the top of the heap for that. Um, and then Wave Wave Race, I have at, at five, and I feel like it's somewhere in between there. Like it, hmm. I don't know. It's tough. I feel like I could give it five. should i do (laughs) well you gave it four i feel like the soundtrack is awesome and just like the sort of like presentation is cool um but Mm -hmm. i guess there is like a bit of sometimes like you're looking at kind of the same level a lot of time over and over like it looks kind of similar yeah um but the soundtrack really helps yeah i'll stick with four i'll stick with four it's it's damn near perfect though i will say how about fun factor? I think this is a five. This is a five. I agree. <laughs> this is uh, this was one of the most uh, addictive games we've played. Honestly, I could not stop yeah. playing it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. As we said in our episode, we were we were I was like I was sucked into it pretty hard. Vroom vroom. Uh, again. <laughs> So that gives it a 4.5 average. Do we want to put that um do we want to put that above or below Wave Race, which we gave the same score? It's pretty tough. I do think Wave Race has Vibes are Okay, vibes are on the left. Fun is on the right. Uh here I am stuck in the middle with we, you. Uh, we have yeah. it reversed for uh Vibes, yeah. Like I, we have the. I actually pretty much agree with like, that. Do I? I think the wave race vibes are a little bit better, but I think Tetrasphere. I so can, the question is: Do you prioritize? Do you prioritize the vibes or the fun factor? I think the disparity is like very minor for <laughs> me, like between the two. Um, but I think I would put Tetrasphere above. 
I I do too. I would I like I could probably play that for like yeah. I I think they both have good replay value. Don't get me wrong, but Tetrisphere I think really I could spend like an hour playing Tetrisphere, whereas I probably would not play Wave Race for an hour unless I was playing with friends. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Does that put it... Um, no, it's not in our top five. It's just outside of our top five. Uh, and 64 games we've played. Just below Turok, Star Fox, Super Mario, Doom, and Mario Kart. 64. <laughs> just imagine I said 64 after the ones that require that. I think we got a good list. I think... Tetrasphere uh, takes its well-deserved place in our upper echelon of games. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to rank some of the other ones we're playing now. We're, we're, we're actually we're kind of in a good spot right now. We're playing a couple games at once, and they're all great. I think we're, I don't know, we're vibing. Yeah, we're going to have some high-vibe games oh yeah oh these these are gonna I be guess high fun factor yeah oh yeah spoiler there is so much going on right now with the with the n64 it has games um it has yeah it does um it's been a fun ride through n64 uh in the in the in the 1997 in the year of 1997 we're like kind of halfway through the year but i feel like a lot more games come out in the later half of the year. So, um, except, I don't know. I'm pretty stoked. So thanks everyone for your questions. Um, we'll do, when we get some more, we'll put up another, uh, poll or not poll. I'll put up another post for more questions. Uh, eventually always mm-hmm. appreciate, you know, getting some of those. Um, and like I said, I'm sorry for the ones that I said we're going to hold off on, but it'll be good. We're going to have like, you know, more detailed episodes on some of those topics eventually. So, uh, think of this as a little teaser, at least. <laughs> I guess I already said it. We've got some great episodes coming of, we're playing a lot of games and they're firing on all cylinders. So <laughs> stay tuned for that. And, uh, yeah, we'll see everybody. Well, what's the next, what's the next game coming out after this? Uh, if this comes out, our next game is going to be International Superstar Soccer. So, right. I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah. We'll see you we'll see you out on the open road where we're uh, taking our choppers. Is that a term for motorcycles? Remember American Chopper? And the show with the guys and then they made the meme where they're arguing with each other. And the guy throws the chair. motorcycles (laughs) you remember that show okay Uh, look we're out with our gang full leather clad attire yeah we'll see you on the open road